following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Oh, I just made a cowboy. This straight up old school cowboy. It is. You in Missouri when this is going? Uh, That was Cowboy (laughs) Joe probably singing. Oh, I gotta hear. I gotta hear more of it. I know, but I've heard it. Old school, give me some. I've heard it and heard it and heard it. it. That's going to become a Monday tradition here. That's right. That's that's older school than you guys. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It was way back. Cotton Bowl day. Cotton Bowl day. At least I was alive. (laughs) (laughs) And how about that? It is a victory Monday as we (laughs) sing our way into the show today. Hey man, turn that video off. What is going on? Here? Whose video is that's that's Bill watching that video, man. What are you doing? That's Bill watching that video. That's stuff we're not supposed to be watching here in this studio. Hey, for a change, it wasn't me. I'm just sitting there going, "Where's that coming from?" You know what that was? That was Charlotte Radio. You know my favorite pastime. The oh, day you talked a, about that last week. Yeah. Back and listen to <laughs> on the a, team. on a Victory Monday. My favorite pastime. What were they talking about? Go go listen to the opposition <laughs> on a non-Victory Monday for the Carolina Panthers. Oh, they are complaining about um, some missed calls, a fumble that <laughs> should have been called. <laughs> should have been called. <laughs> that that would have changed the entire game. Did mm-hmm. you know that? If the if the Carolina Panthers had gotten that call, it would have changed the complexion of the entire. Game and the other thing was holding calls, not being called against yes, the Cowboys offense. I saw that, but they were okay with that personal foul for the guy <laughs> tackling him after he caught a pass. <laughs> what was he supposed to do? Just like stand there and go, Okay, now please come down and take a step, and now I'll tackle you. Give me a break. Oh, I love bringing that up because it gets Mickey going. There You're you go, on mix shots. Or we can go back to the two point conversion, too, by the way. Well, and uh, how about uh, we give it up to who was your pick to click? My pick to click was J. Ron. Okay. Uh, J. Ron Curse. I'm thinking that the winner of the pick to click contest is sitting across the table from us ever yeah, since. Uh, I, I, I might give him two in a row. That's, by, yeah. that's almost two I might in give row, him two in right? a row. I might give him two we in a row. We are talking one Randy Gregory. Uh-huh. Two right. sacks. But your premise, though, was. Four quarterback hits. I'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> and he had to go up against Cam Irving. Yes, that now, was the call. He, did, he didn't have to go up against. <laughs> yes, he got to he go got up to against go. Cam Irving. And, or I should say Cam Irving had to go up yeah, against man. Randy. And I think there was a hold call in there and a face mask, too, by the way. Should have been yeah, on the was. same play. Yeah, right? <laughs> really, that's when you think about it. But one of those sacks, uh, he was looping around uh, another part of the offensive yes, line. Yes, he was. Yeah. He looped. Uh, and I think Goldston uh, actually created the space. He moved some other guys out of the way when he looped. But uh, he had a really nice day. Yep. Mm-hmm. First and you know, sacks of the season. 
And you know who I was I was kicking myself for not picking this guy? Because I thought about it, and then I didn't. Zeke? Yes. Who would you pick? Uh, CD. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he and caught boy, the first that... pass of the game, didn't he? I'm pretty sure CD and Dak are going to have some conversations in the future. I'm killing this dude, Dak. I am killing him. <laughs> Every day, he's like t- the Tony Hill of his day. I am open all the time. That's what Danny White and, and Roger Starbeck had to go through. Tony Hill coming back to the huddle. Roger, Roger, I'm open. That's all he kept saying. Yep. So I'm sure CD has been, been preaching that to Dak as well. But when you look at uh, what the Cowboys were able to do against this Carolina defense, it was a no-brainer if you look at, at the makeup of the Carolina defense that the Cowboys were going to be able to run the football against that team. Even though they're number one in almost every category. In every category. Yes. Do you realize yep. – Zeke, with his 143-yard performance, came two yards short of what Carolina gave up in three games. Mm-hmm. Wow! I mean, you, you could you could see it. And and their other claim to fame was nobody had gained more than 24 five yards That's rushing right. against That's them. That's right. And Zeke. Had, First quarter, right? Had a 47-yard <laughs> run, almost doubled that little stat. It, I mean, it was it was what uh, we expect from this team when we're at our best, and the way we're playing, the fashion in which we are doing it in the trenches. That's what I like about mm-hmm. it. I, I don't care how well Dak, by the offense, whatever defensively, how many interceptions, it doesn't matter. It, it's happening in the trenches, right down there where games are being won and lost. And the amazing thing was in that first half when they sort of struggled, some I said struggled, they scored 13, well, 14 points, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they were getting pressure with blitzes. And then suddenly the second half, mm-hmm. they did something to adjust – and those blitzes either weren't getting there or because they were running so well, they didn't want to keep blitzing. Mm-hmm. And you sit there, and you know Dak threw four touchdown passes, right? And he did it in the press conference afterwards. He goes, yeah. He goes, I only threw for 188 That's yards. It. Well, most of them were touchdown yeah. passes. You know what? It was interesting because at the end of the first half, Carolina had the momentum got, got right. the momentum back. And the, the Cowboys were having problems handling that blitz. Yes. And so what did the Cowboys do offensively coming out on their first possession of the third quarter? Zeke for 11, mm-hmm. Zeke for 5, Zeke for 5, <laughs> and now you're at the 35-yard line. And This was after Carolina had missed a field goal, and so they took over basically at midfield. The Cowboys did the it at the 44-yard line. So Zeke had three carries for 21 yards, and then as, as former Carolina Panther uh, Greg Olson so aptly put it on the uh, broadcast, mm-hmm. that's when Dak dropped one in the bucket yes. to Amari Cooper yeah. and for the touchdown. On and some guy they just acquired, Henderson. That that's how you just, beat. just for this task. Yeah. Want you just for this task. Man, man, and man. you blew it. And, and um, that's how you handle a blitz. Yeah, absolutely. And well, it comes from play calling, though. You got to read the room, Spag. Right. You know, you can't just say, okay, we have to get this guy numbers. We have to get this guy involved. This is what's working. Let's go back to it because they can't stop us. And But you, when you have the luxury of our offensive line, that strategy is, is easily implemented. 
But when you when you don't have that luxury, it's a whole different story. They knew that when we came out, they can't handle offense. Well, and here's what they did on those runs, Bill. They went two tight ends on the first play, three tight ends on the second play, three tight ends, including Connor McGovern, on that third play. <laughs> he came in motion, didn't he? Uh, and then and then, <laughs> he came and then in they motion. go and then they go three wide. It's like, okay, what you gonna do? And the protection was so good, he was looking left. You left. saw that. That was so good. And then Looked he him off and big then he, time. Then he did a little pitch. Uh, and he even went back a couple of more steps. And to then throw. he threw yes. the ball and he did throw the it. Look in the look off bucket. was amazing. You can be as accurate as you want. He looked him off. I mean, he looked him off for like a, a full second. Yeah. And he had time to do yes, that, he right? Did. And and there goes. Mr. Hamstring, right? <laughs> what hamstring? Limping down the field. Yeah, right. yeah he's limping down he the field. He runs right by Henderson, right? And and he did. You know, they do that drill. They used to do it in training camp where they would stand about 30 yards away and put a, a big, tr- uh, what, 20-gallon, 50-gallon mm-hmm. trash can mm-hmm. in the end I zone. That, and they tried to jump. That's that's exactly what – yeah, that's why they do that all the time. Because that's what he did, I mean, they're just, right? They're, and even at the end of practice, they'll do stuff like that. And it's and it's not – they're not doing it for fun. I mean, right. it is fun, a competition as they're doing it in training camp, but there's a, there's a method uh, to the madness. It's like James Shaq Harris from Grambling and Los Angeles Rams said, put it in the right front pocket. Mm-hmm. Just put it right in their front pocket. You don't have to reach for it. It's going to be right there for you. And you when, in when, when we start picking click, picks to click, we better start picking Trayvon Diggs every week. I swear. Week. I guess we should. This guy's going to not only make you popular, he's going to make you money. <laughs> I've been getting so many calls. You're going to get a lot but more I'm, appearances. I'm, I'm, wait, I'm waiting on the, the paid calls. The paid. But I'm, I'm getting a lot of <laughs> interview requests. You Which know what? Great. When Which you get great. that call for the Hall of Fame, yes. you, it, it, you may have to thank Trayvon because him. he got you back on the radar. Yeah, and now uh-huh. everybody knows what you <laughs> did, right? What you did 40 years ago that no one else did, by the way. And they didn't even know about it. No. Uh-huh. No, you guys witnessed it. Uh-huh. We were there, but nobody really, these days, they just don't know about it. I talk about the, 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 the time span between Mel and myself. You know, when I was doing it, Mel's name was coming up. Same, same with right, me. Right, right. Kept coming up, but Mel was only – he had been in the league 10 years prior to that. Mm-hmm. Maybe even later he had closed out. Maybe seven. We graduated in 1970. He uh, retired in 77 maybe. Yep. I was in high school. Diggs' dad might not have even been born <laughs> when I was playing in 1981. Let's just think about that. So the gap is extremely wide. That's so this is, this is funny. So we do the reception for Star Sports Tours on Saturday. Uh-huh. Right? We take questions. Nobody asked him what it was like to intercept 11 passes his rookie year, but they wanted to talk like about the catch. The catch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. This guy comes <laughs> He said, can you run through it? He wanted to have a, a, a play-by-play, moment-by-moment re- recollection. I'm like, I'm not doing that, bro. <laughs> we don't have enough time for that commentary. <laughs> and I think it was actually 13 interceptions that year. Yeah, you yeah, want to well, count that game. But you they count only, that game. for records, yeah. they yeah. just count the regular right. season. Two in that game? Two in that game. Yeah. No one, and, no and one the, talks about that. And the fumble recovery. Yeah. Don't forget my fumble. That's, what, that's your comeback. God, next he's time. getting better and better <laughs> as we speak. The, the, the next time someone asks you about the catch, you say, "I won't. I can't remember the catch, but I do remember the two picks and the fumble." Do recovery. you know how many times I've said that, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> you took the words right. You know, we think alike. You took the words right out of my mouth. I've already said that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. This guy. You know, the first one was 
one another one of those diving yeah. run, cut underneath. Um, and, and the second one was they've been doing this with him when they get a lead. They've been backing him off the line of scrimmage and into zone mm-hmm. like he's 10 yards deep. And that's all he did was stand there, you right? Saw it. You saw and he that. saw yeah. it, right? Yeah, he and just played his eyes. He just played his eyes and stood there and, and see that's threw what it that's right what to him. That, when Belichick saw me that time when we met, it's almost like he was like, "Okay, I have in mind what I can do with this guy." That's what they're doing with Diggs. You just put him in position to make the plays, not just that he can catch it. He's got the instincts to know where to anticipate the ball might go. And that's that's what you have to look at. And I got to brag, guys. I was tweeting the whole time. I, I didn't I didn't tweet until he got the first one. And I put 4-4-4 four, because four, four, he got 4 for 4, 4 and 4 games. Yep. And then he gets a <laughs> No, I was I was ahead of it. Oh, okay. Right after that, I said, relax, Cowboy fans. He's not done yet. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I said. He's not done yet. And bam, that's when he made that amazing Play so on, on if you have cut. five picks in four games, I've figured out he's on like a 21-pick pace <laughs> for a 17 games. games. Yeah. That's like, I go, it's unimaginable, but no, that's the pace. If he gets that, <laughs> then they're going to forget all about me. They're gonna, as, as he goes on, they're going to be like, wow. Okay, the, we, 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 go, we can't reference Everson anymore. He's in a whole other strategy. The saying for this show is going to be <laughs> seven gets 11, they're going You're to heaven. heaven. Super Bowl yeah. heaven. That's right. He's baby. on the way. I got it right here. Seven. Seven gets 11 equals Super Bowl heaven. Right there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the other thing, somebody said, well, when, when do you think they're going to quit throwing his way? I said, if they keep putting him on the top receiver, they've got to throw yeah. at their top receiver, right? They're not going to just let that But let's look down. at what else it's doing. Can you see my brother Brown getting off over on the other yes. side? Mm-hmm. Yes. It just, you mentioned it dude, last it's, week. Dude, it's just... It's just Infectious. It, it, it's infectious. Yeah. You know, now he's just got to catch, catch the damn ball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, once baby steps, guys. Baby steps. Because not only is he anticipating better, you know, it's not just on the, the one that he jumped. It's like every route he seems to be okay. He, he seems to grasp what kind of anticipation you can use at a certain time. And his instinct seems to be kicking in, not just on passes. Uh, they had a running back, a tight end came out, and he comes out in his, man, it was like practice. You know, you kept the leverage. He comes in there, he puts his head in front of the blocker, shoulder into his legs, and he brought him down easily. How is that, where has that guy been? Tied first first in in, uh, tackles in the game, and he had, other than the one he dropped, he had two more passes broken up, so he had three pass breakups. That's why I fuss, Bags. I don't fuss because he's not good. I fuss because I know he can do better. Right. That's the point. Don't allow him to to, to bail out. This guy can play, man. He's got all the tools. You've been on his side the whole time. I've been the one that's on his case. So So you've come around on him. He's finally coming around. Mm -hmm. He's finally coming around. You know, and and uh, he's been tackling well all season. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, going back to the Tampa Bay game. So, you know, but um, it's just uh, that there's so much to like about what you're seeing right now uh, with this team. And a lot of it goes back to the unselfishness. I mean, it, it's like uh, you can go from position group to position group. And, uh, you know, Zeke 
really seemed to enjoy that Pollard was having success yes. right. for a couple yes. of weeks. And now Zeke has his success this week, and who knows what happens next week. And in other positions, you know, uh, you know whether it's on offense or defense, uh, there's and, – and, and it's not just – I think that – you can say that that's a product of winning, but mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. winning is a product of that. See that? You know, yeah. I think it's the reverse. Winning doesn't just come automatically. Well, right. think about yeah. it. How many times have you seen somebody throw four touchdown passes and each touchdown pass went to somebody different, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody caught one. Yeah. And and Dak said it after the game. He said, you know, it, it, it's like incentive to guys. When you get your opportunity, you better score because yeah. if you don't, somebody else is going to get it That's after right. you, right? You're just setting it up for somebody else. And the more we score, the more opportunities there will be for others. Right? Yeah. Even yeah. Jarwin got in the in the business, <laughs> right? And that was sweet. That was a sweet that was. play call, that right? That was. Um, and uh, who else? Uh, so it was Sed Wilson. Sed, yeah, Cedric, Cedric Wilson, again. That's man. two, and that's one in each game over the last two. Um, when you can seamlessly replace somebody like a Michael Gallup, yeah, right. You got a squad, right? yeah. You got a squad, and then, and then you had uh, Schultz and Cooper were the other ones, and, this and then is Zeke what, scores a touchdown and this too. Is so you what had five we, different players. This score. is what we expected from this offense, though. Right? I mean, I thought they were a 30-point-a-game team mm-hmm. for sure, just looking at what they had done last year. You know, after – so Dak's got 10 touchdown passes mm-hmm. at, at at this point last year, or after five games last year, he had nine. Mm. So he's kind of picked up where he left off. But he's the not yards, nearly as no, much. No, it, right. it, yes. it was nine interception uh, – or ten touchdown passes, two interception. Last year it was nine and four or five. And they were always like on the first drive. And and the yards were more because they were always behind, so right. they had to throw. They never had the luxury of doing what they did with Zeke in this game. They ran for 245 yards. Last year he was racking up yards like Sam Darnold was yeah, uh, racking yeah. up yards yeah. in yesterday's like, like, game. Like Jalen Hurts. Because they were behind by yards. three touchdowns. Like Jalen Hurts racking up, racking up yards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Like the week before. And, Our, and, and, that, and again, I'm sure they're still going to be 31st in pass defense. And there's some hollow yeah. yards, but and I'll, we, we're going to get to this. Hopefully, they learned a lesson in the fourth quarter. Okay, we get to that when we come back. Plus, the coaching decision that decided that game yesterday. When we come back on mix shots. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. 
Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back, back to mixed shots. Head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, October 9th to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Take a tour of the stadium, play games, get autographs from the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, and you might even get one from Everson Walls. <laughs> Visit attstadium.com slash rallyday for tickets and more information. He is just getting too cute with it now. Isn't he, he is, he just, is, yeah. yeah. Just adding lines there. Mm-hmm. You All were right. there, though, right, for rally days? Yes, I was. See, they got me. They got, I, gave me, I got in and out quick, man. Made it there in time? <laughs> man, I did. Of course I did. I'm on time for everything nowadays. We took, I, we took I a to couple, practice. two questions too long. I thought he wasn't <laughs> right. going to make it. I, I ran out of there. <laughs> so a couple of appearances on Saturday? I had four appearances. on. Well, it started off as four. I was going to be the Grand Marshal for Berkner's uh, homecoming parade. Well, excuse me. <laughs> but, uh, you know me, I hate getting up early, so I'm up at 7 o'clock, ready to go. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not getting any calls from anybody. So my sister-in-law just happens to be the president of the uh, Richardson School Board. And uh, she was going to be in it. So my wife calls her and says, uh, so uh, what time is the parade? And she goes, oh, they canceled it. <laughs> and I'm up dressed, ready to walk out the door. Well, no wasn't one the weather. called me. It wasn't the weather. Well, they thought it was going to rain, so oh, they can't. Okay. But no one called me. <laughs> so I'm dressed, ready to go. So I just got all, you know, <laughs> one man active parade. and everything. Next thing you know, I got three more deals, man. I had a great time this weekend. A great time. It ended up well, started off well. It's great, great weekend. So were you able to watch Missouri? I watched the first half. That's all I needed to watch. <laughs> and I got a text from somebody talking about how crappy Missouri was. And I, I basically I sent, him, I sent him a screenshot. I I just saw the score. What was the score when I forty-two to three? Halftime it was half-time? no, it wasn't halftime because oh, they kicked a field goal before halftime. Oh, okay. My they man. were six for six on scoring touchdowns in possessions in the first half. Wow. Yeah, and gave up 400 and some yards in a half. <laughs> that, and so at halftime, <laughs> I fired the defensive coordinator. You did, yeah. <laughs> and then after the game, the columnist from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch fired the defensive coordinator. <laughs> and by Monday, they fired the defensive line coach. It's like, okay. Well, they just should get rid of the whole staff. The, the, the coordinator, you, you give up 683 yards in a game? It ain't the defensive line coach's problem. On the offensive side, is Dooley still there? Uh, or is that a different coaching oh no, staff? Drink, Drinkowitz is the offensive coordinator. 
The head coach is the offensive oh, okay. coordinator. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Drinkowitz. Drinkowitz. Drinkwitz. Yeah. Okay. Coach it, doesn't, it doesn't matter, Bill. We won't hear from them anymore. I'll tell you what. Bill, coach, I guarantee you Coach Drink was drinking. <laughs> I think he was at halftime, 42 to 10. Now the scary thing is they got to play North Texas State on Saturday. It's North Texas. It's North Texas. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry. <laughs> He's back there with Mean Joe Green. Hey, That's right. Yeah. Bill, you'll see Dooley this weekend, by the way. Where, where's he? He's a wide receiver coach for the Giants. Oh, is he? Yes. Okay, he's with the Giants yes. now. And Grambling had a comeback against Alabama A&M this weekend. And I bet right. you were Very on good. the edge of your seat no, on Saturday. No. It wasn't that easy. It yeah. Was, they had a, they okay. had a three-touchdown lead in the second half. And yeah, then, well, so did the Cowboys. And then, and then like, <laughs> and then like yeah, well, that's a great segue because <laughs> I thought I was seeing a, 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 a sequel to what I watched on Saturday. Now, the coach on Saturday – uh, decided to kick off up 13. He decides to kick off to a kick returner who returned one for a touchdown the week before with a minute left in the game. And sure enough, this is after being penalized 15 yards. Okay. And so there's even more field to cover. And Perfect sure enough, chance. he took it for, to the house. And now it's a six-point game. All right, now get to what you wanted to talk about in this segment regarding the Cowboys. Yes. Do not think a 20-point lead going into the fourth quarter is a safe lead. You do not relax, and you not let your guard down. Especially, don't sit the guys that are guarding your goal line, like Trayvon Diggs, what Randy Gregory. That, uh, I, don't, I don't understand that. They, they took the, they, all of a sudden, the backup defensive line is in there. What are no, you doing? I tweeted this myself. No DB comes out of a game, ever, unless you're hurt. Now, okay, now they said he had tightness in his back. That was the second thing they said. The first the thing, first thing was, was they're talking about game, load management. Give me a game, break. Game management. Yeah, give me a break. That doesn't happen with defensive backs. Right? You never come out of the game. If you got two interceptions, you're going in for three. So a darn well better have been a tight back. Yeah. It, but it wasn't I, I like it had I mean, to be he, something. he looked like he was fine. He was standing on the sideline. He line. actually kind of looked like he, he had laid a, towel a little on. bit when he walked. Did he? Yeah. Well, he looked a little bit. Because otherwise, you just it, that just doesn't happen. If you're a defensive back, you never come out of the game. It's just the way it is. You stay in and you feed. You know, you got two picks and you don't want three. Yeah, they didn't take you well, out in that game against Washington in sure 85, didn't. right? No, we kept coming at it. We didn't <laughs> replace anybody. We didn't come in with backup dime defensive backs. We stayed in there and, and feasted. So right? the other issue with that, and then if indeed, when, and we were going to take their word for it, they said he had back tightness. Well, then once you've sat out for a little bit. It probably is tighter. And, yeah, now yeah, you're going to go back, back in the game, and now you've got a real chance of uh, aggravating right. the injury then. Yeah, I so. mean, they're – they're in there the fourth quarter. Randy Gregory's not out there. You can't you know, do that. Kamara's yeah, rushing there's no the time. You know, you this know is what? Not homecoming. This you know, not, OU yeah, versus right. uh, Rice right. University. Right. Hang right. half a hundred on them. It's not Iowa State. That's what you said. Um, all right. You know why the cow? I think the Cowboys had a uh, false sense of security. Why is that? Because of the coaching decision that. Innocence decided this game. All right. What you got? Matt Rule. Mm-hmm. Why in the world? Oh, I know what you're going to say. Do you spend two timeouts in the third quarter and your third timeout before there's 12 minutes left in this football game? 
I have. I mean, I'm just shaking my head, going, "What are you doing?" He de- he decided basically to end the game. Although they did come back and make it a one score game, eight point deficit. But he decided in the third quarter that the game is on the line. We have to do it. I mean, if you're going to come into a game with a mindset that we're going to go for it on fourth downs as a rule, Mm -hmm. so to speak, in this game, then why do you have to call a timeout to decide whether you're going to punt or go for it on fourth down? You cannot waste a timeout like that. And then uh, they had the next timeout. The, the play clock was down to nothing, and so they then they spend their second time out. What, right, but in essence, in difference, a difference from college is in the NFL. These timeouts are so precious yes, because clock management is so precious. And when you spend your three timeouts before the twelve minute mark of the fourth quarter, you have now turned a sixty minute game literally into a fifty eight minute game. This game is over at the two minute warning right. if the Cowboys get a first down. Right. And they finally got it. And right, and on a very brilliant creative play, play too, call, whatever. But you literally have turned it into a fifty-eight minute game, and you figuratively have turned it more into a fifty-five minute game because the Cowboys know in that fourth quarter you've got no timeouts left. So what am I going to do? I'm going to just run the football, run the football, and every time I get the ball. I am taking at least two minutes. Even if I don't get a first down, I'm taking two minutes off the clock. And if I do get a first down, I'm taking four minutes off the clock. And I think that may have given the Cowboys coaching staff uh, a false sense of security yeah. that this game was did that, over. Did that get on Charlotte radio? That did not, no. I did not hear it. Because it should when, have been. Should have been. When he called, I thought that was just ridiculous. When he called timeout on that fourth and one, they were at the 34. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trailing at that time 26-14. And there was no stop in the Cowboys, right? Uh, 5.50 left, and I'm going, well, he's going to go for it. He's not punting here. You can't punt here. The Cowboys just come out and scored and scored. And mm-hmm. What makes you think you're right. going to stop them? Right. You, can't, you can't punt or kick a field goal. And they already had missed, what, the 54-yarder. And at the 34, that would have been 52 yards. you got you got to score touchdowns. Mm-hmm. You kick field goals. This is the lesson the Cowboys, I hope, have learned. You kick field goals, you're getting closer to losing. That's your that's your motto right there, I'm buddy. I'm telling you in there. <laughs> I've heard you say that not, several times. Do not kick a field goal there. You know, you're just further behind. Because they're going to score a touchdown, and they did, mm-hmm. by the way. So uh, you said you tweeted whatever uh, yeah. about the interceptions mm-hmm. uh, during the game. So, so I tweeted something about you about the timeouts, and then a second timeout, I tweeted something about that, and then uh, Cedric Wilson scores the touchdown, and now it's a it's a twenty point game. I said, well, Matt Rule might as well use his third timeout right right now because <laughs> this game's over. What a smart yeah, alley! I, I said Panthers need to be heading for the bus. That's what I said. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, time to get on the bus. <laughs> But Brad on the radio basically said he basically killed all his challenges the rest of the game too because right. without any timeouts. That's great. If that's it was great. a close game at the end, you need a challenge. You didn't yeah. have it because you don't have any timeouts. I mean, I, I think that he I just panicked. panicked. I think and, just and that panicked. and that was a crew you needed to challenge. Oh both, my gosh. both sides, right? Oh my gosh. Both sides. Yeah. Any one particular you want to talk about? Well, some of them you didn't, have, you didn't, you couldn't challenge because they were change of possessions, right? They mm-hmm. automatically right. look at those. But again, it's the same thing. If you got a guy up there in the sky that can just buzz down, you screw it up, change it. it you'll save five minutes. You don't. It, 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 
they're so obvious. When you're up high, you can see we it. We got a break, but we got a break on that one. We really got on the fumble. Oh, the uh, yeah, that was the Schultz, Schultz, right? The Schultz one. Oh, yeah, goodness. forward progress. But, uh, forward progress. Uh, uh, I've a, never seen that before. No, no. I mean, I thought it as it as it happened. I said they're calling forward progress on this, and sure enough, they did. And so it's because it, you it's because, progress. because of the pickup because he picked. You know, they're trying to stop that. Is that what it was? Well, I'll tell you usually what. Usually, that's just a fumble. If guy. it was a quarterback tackled like that, yeah. and pile drived him, that would have been a fifteen yard right, penalty, right? right? It it's, wouldn't have it's, been no. Kind of the same principle as you'll see a play on the sideline where it's ruled inbounds because yeah. of forward progress, even though they went out of bounds, yeah. and, the, and the offensive player is trying to get out of bounds. You, and, and it's kind of that same print, and they keep the clock going. They ran out bill. sideways. He yeah. hit him immediately when the ball right. came out. Right. Initially, you couldn't see that immediately. See, the ball and that, came and that's out. the thing. Right. The officials could not see that the ball came out immediately. Yes. But you would have seen it on replay, and that's why. And I guarantee you the competition committee is going to look at that that particular mm-hmm. play, mm-hmm. and they probably will change their uh, mind on forward progress. They'll tweak it a little bit. Of not being able to uh, review a, a forward progress call on the field. Because, I mean, that in essence is what replay is all about, to be able to see something that you otherwise could not see. Right. And with enough bodies around, you wouldn't be able to see that the ball was dislodged. Whatever. And how did they miss that holding call? On the goal, it was goal line. I think it was on the score for the Cowboys. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think it was Zeke was running the ball. I think it was on his touchdown. Uh, lineman came through. He was going to get Zeke right here. Our guy just grabbed him, and he he was reaching out like this. Y'all didn't see that on on his one yard touchdown. I, run? I think it was on the touchdown run. Oh, I know where you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, that was a that was just an obvious hold. I mean, there was no one else there. He's just, he's like this. There's no one else there. The hole is right there. He scores. How did, I just don't see how they missed it. it was, we got some breaks, it's all, man. It's a, it's a matter of watching a game through metallic blue glasses or Carolina blue glasses. Well, here's glasses. the thing. I told my son, I said, you know, usually we're on the other end of those. Uh-huh. This officially means we are a good football team. Well, it wasn't. Only good football teams get it, those kind of uh, breaks. It didn't start off too well with those reviews. That's by the true. way, and then you know they needed the chip in the ball too for that one on with, with Schultz. Yep, the two did. point conversion. If I'm gonna nitpick, Dak has got to get it just further out because this this gave this twice he put it here. Right, that's not always the best place, especially if you already got the DBB. If you put it here, then you're looking at what Green Bay usually does. Rodgers puts it right there. They just reach over. Right there, they don't even go down. He should have run the route a little deeper. He he ran parallel to the line of scrimmage. Well, I mean, he would it would have been okay, but but Dak slowed him down by putting it on the where hip he did as yeah. opposed to putting it out out front or maybe even a little closer to the body, which uh, happened on the one that Zeke thought he true. had a first down. Same, same thing, and he had the same ball thing. behind him instead same of in thing. front of him. You got to you got to kind of lead him, and that's nitpicking when you're talking about four touchdown passes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we continue with more mix shots in just a moment. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? 
Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run Package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Check out the new Miller Lighthouse located outside of AT&T Stadium where the Dallas Cowboys game day traditions are born. Enjoy yard games, Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders performance, beer gardens, and more. Game ticket required, though. For more information, visit attstadium.com slash Miller Lighthouse. Oh, they got rid of the last line. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't need it anymore. You on the road. Yeah, but the like, thing you know about what? make your tail, tailgate jealous or something. Okay, what else from in our final seven minutes here? What else do you want to get across about yesterday's game that we have not talked about? We touched a little bit on the last play and the uh, the op, the speed option. Zeke yes. to Pollard, great play call there. Loved it. Um, um, and I, evidently, some people must have had some problems with. Uh, McCarthy's decisions in that game, play, like play calls. It was uh, the two-point conversion. Kevin, Kevin Sherrington in the morning news was critical of him going for two. I said out loud, "You got to go for two. When, once you had the penalty, yeah, that got you down one the one-yard yard line. line. You yeah. got to go for two. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that at all, right? It's like you say, man. Sometimes people just being my, like my people, contrary. <laughs> just being. I mean, it, it's like you you ran for two hundred and forty three yards. Should have ran for one more. And I like the fact that we're trying to stick that dagger in right. there. You know what I mean? Absolutely. We're not playing safe at all. We are being extremely aggressive, but not overly aggressive. I think that's the the call to make. And it's like you said. People have been criticizing, damned if you do, damned if you don't. I, when just, I said I said it out loud, I said, well, they got to go for two. And Dave Hellman sitting next to me goes, you go, Mick. And I said, yeah, it sounds good until they miss it. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to tell me I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. Well, the and in, in decisions to go for it on fourth down, they seem to go much better when you have a good team. Yes. <laughs> yes. You have a good offensive line. A good line. offensive line. Yeah, That's exactly right. And speaking of the offensive line, Connor McGovern. Yes. I love that. 
I mean, how can you not love what they're doing with him mm-hmm. as a full lining up as a fullback? He deserves, he deserves time, and he they're engaging him in the game. That's so now, right. when he's got to go in That's and right. play guard, somebody gets hurt, he, he's ready to go. He's he's engaged, and he feels like he's important. You know, he uh, and athletically, he's the perfect guy for that lead blocker fullback coming out of the backfield. I mean, he moves well for a big guy, a three hundred and ten pounder or whatever he is. Uh, I went back and looked at his combine numbers. They're, mm-hmm. they're almost identical to what Zach Martin's were coming wow. out. And, um, but you, you know, he he just moves well. And you want somebody like that. So you know it's coming. You, you can't just take any you know offensive coming, lineman. Right? Yeah. You know it's coming, right? You know we're going to do the play action, right? <laughs> right, exactly. You know he's going to catch yeah, one. that's right. He's going to catch that's one. That's right, yeah. So he better have the tape off of his fingers and be ready to go. I mean, it's just not, it's not every offensive lineman that you can use uh, in that role. But uh, he's got the perfect body for it. I think. On, on, on Zeke's uh, one-yard touchdown run, he, he threw the block. That kind of cleared things out. I mean, he he w- he was digging people out of there, and and that's what you want. That's what you need that guy to do. And there was one other one. He neutralized the guy. It's not like he pancaked him. He just took him up, and the guy couldn't go get right. uh, Zeke going up the middle. And the other thing about him on that is that he has a, a, a spatial awareness about him to where, okay, maybe depending on what the defense doing, he finds the, the right guy to block. To block. Yeah. Exactly. Not yeah. just somebody big like the fridge just blowing up in the middle. Mm-hmm. Well, you talk about uh, you know something that we didn't talk about. I always talked about the offense. Our defensive line, I wouldn't say, you know, as I, I wouldn't say they dominate the way our offensive line does. It's in a different fashion. They wear you down. Every team I've seen us play against so far, they start off, we're giving up gashes. We're getting gas here, gash there. Next thing you know, good defense, you get an interception by Diggs, you get Brown, you got guys not knocking plays down. All of a sudden, in the second half, that defensive line just seems to gain, gain more and more momentum. And Olsen brought it up yesterday before the second half, just as they were about to go in for the first half. He talked about how the defensive line looks like they're getting closer and closer. And that's what I like about them. As the game goes on, they are getting closer and closer. And before it's all said and done, you got Odigazua getting getting a sack. You've got the pressure coming from uh, Gregory all day long. I don't care if Cam Irving's there or not. We have had this same M.O. every game that we played. By the time the fourth quarter comes, people are leaving on, on, on stretchers. Somehow they're injured in, in a way, one way or another, and we are uh, gaining steam as the game winds down. And that's, that's a great formula because our defense is playing off of our offense, which is one of the best in the league. Maybe my, my accusation of him getting a veteran day was a good thing last week, right? Yeah. He was pretty fresh. Yes, if you he think was. about last week, he, he uh, uh, caused three holding calls, too. And he see, could that, have had some more sacks. We talked about right? that. He, he didn't have the numbers. Yeah. But that, that didn't impacted. show up, but he impacted. Correct. And then, and then when they they kind of got him going there, and they couldn't run anymore, it's like, okay, Micah Parsons, we don't need you at linebacker. Go play left defensive That's end. That's right. And they started. He started coming rushing, and it, you know he got the one sack, but he was causing havoc there. He was causing havoc at linebacker because they were blitzing him into the A gap, and they were you know sending five they guys. They sure did, didn't they? I, yes. put, I had notes on that. They put him in the A B yeah. gap. Yeah. At first he started off B gap, then he ended up. 
kind of floating into the A-B gap. That was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's why I think he is almost more valuable at linebacker because he can do all the other stuff, but then you can blitz him. Now, he did mess up that one touchdown mm-hmm. when they threw – I forgot who – was they throw the, to the tight end or – uh, he left his area. Yeah. They 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 motioned Hubbard out to the left, and Jalen Smith went with him. But he took like two steps. That's all he had to do. Right. Two steps there, and he vacated the middle of the mm-hmm. field. And it was tough. Right, I've got another question for you as we wrap up mix shots. We got a couple of minutes left here. Have you seen the uh, option pitch from Zeke to Pollard any other time? I think that was the f- first time. No, I mean, not just with Zeke and Pollard, obviously, oh. but anywhere. Where the running back pitches to another running back. I'm pretty back. sure I've seen that play before. I thought they did, did it. Anything hit, hit you, Mickey, specifically? Thought it did it last year, or maybe a year before that. What's the most noteworthy in Cowboys history where they did it before? I'm going to take. Was it with, I'm going to take you back. Was it with Newhouse? I'm going to take you back no, to Newhouse threw it. I'm going to take you back to 2003. Okay. Cowboys and the Carolina Panthers. It's a 17-17 tie, and Richie Anderson, the fullback, with an option pitch to Avion Kaysan, a 16-yard touchdown run as the Cowboys beat the Carolina Panthers 24-20. That is... The product of listening to Charlotte Radio today. Oh, okay. <laughs> because okay. on Charlotte they Radio, it. someone on Charlotte Radio said that that play was the same one that beat the Cowboys used to beat the Panthers in 2003. Sean Payton made that same play call. Mm. And so as you were talking, I was just looking it up here. And it was a, it was a tight game. It was 17-all. <laughs> And uh, Richie Anderson, a fullback with an option, and I, I need to go find the play now with an option pitch to Avion K, to Avion Kason, and it broke a seventeen seventeen tie, as it says in this Chicago Tribune story that I'm looking at. Um, uh, part Anderson had taken a handoff from Carter on a play seldom seen this side of Pop Warner. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Well, there's Kellen Moore probably played Pop Warner. He probably right? knows <laughs> Kellen Moore might be a history buff. His, so now his daddy know. might have put that play yes. in. in so high now there's a bunch know. of people that are searching on YouTube right now for that play, mm-hmm. and so you will, including the Giants. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they, they will scout that thing out. Uh-huh. So we so. got the Giants coming, huh? Yeah, hey, and they're looking out. pretty good. They're not the winless Giants, That's right? Either. That's a good thing. Yeah, that is. Because the more you lose, the closer you are to winning. <laughs> That's what my yeah. my, my right. philosophy was in in '89. It's like. You know they're going to get close to Woody going here soon. That's that's what we took into to RFK Stadium in 1989. Right. <laughs> 0-8 or 0-9, whatever. 0-8, 0-8, uh, baby. And they won at New Orleans. It's surprising because it was the Saints' return to New Orleans, yeah. their first game, and uh, and that may say a lot about what Sean Payton has to work with in New Orleans, and says a lot about uh, Carolina. Doing, that was one of Carolina's wins that you know over the Saints. That was their and signature win did, before yesterday. And we did point all that stuff out. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh-huh. Why That's they right. were number one in total defense, run defense, and they were treated the defense. way they were supposed to be treated. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, right. that's the way you do it. And, and, and I, it, we in this room, we have, we don't have doubt, but I don't think we believe in them as much as they believe in themselves. And if, if and that's uh, a great thing. If Carolina had more of an offense than what they had, 
then the Cowboys would not have scored just 36 points in that you know, game I yesterday. Like D, was it DJ Moore? Uh-huh. Oh, he's a good That guy's player. good, he's man. He's really I don't good. Know, I don't know if really uh, CMC no, my, could have done any better. My point is the Cowboys, they scored 36 in three quarters yeah. against Carolina. And if so if they had had of – you know, as normal NFL games right. where you're half playing a hundred. all the way to the end, they they probably would have hung half a hundred. See, because yeah. here, here's my deal. I, I circled all their superlatives on defense right here, right? You circled their what? All their superlatives. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you were and, saying. And, and, and the, the Cowboys <laughs> knocked them. There's two, three, four, five, six, eight. There was ten, right? Yeah. They knocked them all down one by one. Wow. One by wow. one. Wow. Yep. Including the fact that this team that had the NFL lead in sacks with 14 and with quarterback hits with 27 got no sacks. No sacks. We did not talk about that. one quarterback no hit. No sacks. And one quarterback. Now, they had some pressure in that first half with their blitzes yes. that caused some incompletions. That's the other thing we'll talk about tomorrow. I love the way the Cowboys return the favor mm-hmm. on the Panthers after halftime. Mm-hmm. That's right. With the same philosophy as as far as pressure in the we're quarterback. We're coming after yeah, you. Exactly. We're going to put everybody up on that line of scrimmage, and you're, you don't know who's coming. <laughs> who's coming and Nobody's, who's dropping. you got one D lineman in the game. They're, they're, they're there coming. You go. Yeah. All right. That does it for Mixed Shots. We'll talk at you again tomorrow. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?